0: That's in the mood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, we just had a, a, a New Year's Day, and I had a, a new Doctor Who and a new RuPaul's Drag Race on the same day. You give me sci-fi shit and gay shit; it was a special treat.
0: Mm, I, I uh, haven't watched Doctor Who yet, but um, the first episode of Drag Race this season—crazy, crazy. crazy. Months, I also found out hot, not hot take. This is just secret inside knowledge. Um, for Drag Race, the new season, the reason that there's a triple lip sync at the end is because when they went to go film Drag Race, because it was during COVID, they got them, the queens there, tested them, they just had to quarantine in their hotel rooms for two weeks. And then when they started filming, uh, they tested the queens again, one of them had it. And so like the day before filming, they sent her home. And that's why there's a triple lip sync.
1: Oh my God. So hopefully she'll be on next season. I hope hopefully. So. Yeah. That's yeah crazy right i also can't believe you haven't watched doctor who yet and here's the hot take it's the second episode so of of dagny have you started the expanse yet
0: i will watch it at some point. yeah i know point. i'm just
1: it's gonna be a bit that i do good I morning know. good <laughs> afternoon good evening and good night welcome to the poptimist a pop culture breakdown podcast that just likes to be happy and optimistic uh i am billy mccartney and over there is my co-host
0: dagny mccartney
1: you're just going to find weirder and weirder ways to say your own name.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the goal. I just want to, I'm unique. I'm quirky. I started watching like a rewatch of new girl with my boyfriend. Cause he hasn't watched it. And I'm always like, wow, can I be quirky? Like Zoe, Jess,
1: <laughs> <That's Zoe just>, you <laughs> Your never ending goal. Just, Hey, you know, the bar, I live like three blocks from the bar they filmed in. And honestly, Ooh. I think that show was the only thing keeping them in business. So, but it's cute. It's really <laughs> cute on the inside. It looks like the show. We should oh. go sometime when bars are open, remember?
0: Yeah, <laughs> remember bars? I'll go back someday. Um, wow.
1: Welcome, everyone. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Thanks for tuning into to Poptimus. Uh, this is a show that came about because uh, uh, I really, really like pop culture, and so does my sister Dagny. Um, and I really like like breaking them down, but I hate that there's so much focus on negativity, so much on like 25 things wrong with that movie you like, you know? Um, I want to hear about 25 things right about the movie you like. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's the whole gist. That's it. This is episode eight, I think, if I can count. And I'm, Are you about to burp? What was that? I, I burped as I was talking, and thank you for telling everyone everyone listening what was happening.
0: It's okay. We're falling apart. My AirPod fell out of my ear while you were talking, and I panicked.
1: Hmm. My uh, name is Dagny, and I have AirPods.
0: AirPod Pros, baby. <laughs> what the um okay so usually i talk about what i've been watching first but or or consuming but i'll let you tell me first what you're consuming
1: so i went back and forth and i've decided today i want to talk about control Con-
0: like in general what is that a show is that what is it's that? a
1: video game it's oh! and honestly that's the only thing i have to criticize is just calling your video game control it means that when you google the word control it's not the first thing that pops up no. it's not even on the main page
0: i've even heard um, of that tell me
1: So we got into control just because the, I don't remember how, we were like skimming YouTube one day Mm -hmm. and we found video game trailers and I had never even heard of this game. I started the trailer and the boyfriend went, oh, that's, that looks very cool. (laughs) Next thing I know, he finds it on sale at Target and he orders it and it got delivered to the house because it was on sale um and then he played it and i casually watched him play it a couple months ago and now i am playing it on my own and it's it's like a neo-noir mystery third person shooter Uh, 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 just to just to lay the scene you play as jesse faden a woman trying to find her long lost brother um, years ago something weird happened in their hometown their hometown of ordinary i think missouri so like ordinary missouri which is great yeah. and the game opens with her at the headquarters of the fbc the federal bureau of control hmm. which is basically like if the fbi had an offshoot that investigated the supernatural it's literally it's like <laughs> if twin peaks was only the fbi part okay fun um, and very quickly That's at the cool. beginning of the game, she she finds the FBC, but she can't confront them about her missing brother because they're in the middle of a crisis. She finds the director of the FBC dead in his office mm-hmm. and next to him, this gun. But the gun is like sci-fi looking. It looks like it's made of concrete and it changes shapes. Mm-hmm. And by picking up the gun, she becomes the new director of the FBC. It like cho- chooses her. Whoa. And so the gameplay is her going deeper and deeper into this supernatural building hidden in the center of New York, Mm -hmm. looking for answers about her brother, but also rescuing people and trying to figure out what's happened with this entity that's invading the FBC.
0: And so it
1: starts where all you've got is the little gun. You're like, pew, 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 (laughs) pew. And um, very quickly, she gets telekinesis. And... Mm one of the most impressive things about the game from like a video game standpoint is once you get telekinesis you can grab anything you can pick up benches you can pick up (laughs) trash cans fax machines computers eventually other enemies if there's nothing around to grab you can like break the concrete walls and take chunks of concrete from the walls and throw them at people oh my god and then as the game goes you get more and more powers So the whole thing is a noir mystery. Like she has this voice in her head that she's talking to. Uh And then you have the sci-fi supernatural element on top of it. But then the gameplay is so smooth. Like you're running, you're shooting your gun with one hand, you're grabbing teleprompters with the left hand and throwing them at people. You start flying, you can build shields out of broken (laughs) concrete. And the whole thing is so fluid that, so, so I watched the boyfriend basically play this whole game. And I was like, oh, I really hope the game is as fun to play as it looks and it is which is really really cool but yeah i'm close to beating it i'll be on to something else soon but uh (laughs) literally just found it uh i don't know how we missed it because now i see it everywhere but just like saw a random trailer went that looks cute ordered it and it it's very cool
0: it's worth it all right you guys everybody heard it here if you have a ps4 if you aren't up to ps5 yet uh play control
1: They also gave it a really impressive graphical update and released it on the PS5. So if you're one of Ooh. those asshats out there who went <laughs> like and bought a PS5, <laughs> um, can I borrow it? And also uh check out control.
0: Nice. Um, okay for mine, uh, in case you've been living under a rock and haven't heard of this little little show that came out on Netflix, I highly recommend
1: Bridgerton! It's
0: you should be watching Bridgerton if you aren't. Uh, and it, this is going to be quick because, I mean, by the time well. <laughs> this comes out, it'll be out for like a month or so. So you should have watched it by now. It's, I think, like six or eight, epi- eight episodes, I believe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and when I saw when I saw Netflix, it, I didn't know anything about it before it came out. It popped up. And I do have to say, Netflix, the like image that you gave me didn't look great. I thought, oh, this is going to be just some, like, victorian uh drama like cw level silly you you silly little gimmick shonda, of a show do you?
1: you don't, don't know did, have you
0: after i looked up i was like oh scandal like i realized who she was and i knew the name um but i didn't know that's who it was when i just it didn't advertise with her name it was it just really
1: did Bridgerton. it really it really did says it? very clearly from the mind of shonda rhymes or from oh. shonda land in like every trailer <laughs>
0: i was more looking at the aesthetic of like Daphne and the Duke on the screen. I was like, these are two very pretty people. I'm sure this is some kind of cheesy show that I'm also going to love because I tend to like most things that I watch. Uh, It's great. And also Netflix can do all the sex scenes. It was wild. I was very shocked when I first watched it. I did not expect it to be at that level of risque (laughs) because I just, if uh, all I'm going to say is if you're itching for some Regency era high society, debutante, marriage, drama, watch Specific. it. It's so good. I really, Julie Andrews' voice is throughout the whole thing. In the first episode, there's a ball and the instrumental underneath the dancing is Thank You, Next, but it's like played with violins. It's so good. Uh, and it sounds cheesy and like, I I don't know how to ex- explain that it's actually great. It's. I mean-
1: so I didn't watch it, but the boyfriend did. And all I get were text messages that were like, this is so romantic. And I was mm-hmm. like, what am I going to have to live up to now?
0: <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. It's very romantic. There's also, I will say, some of the actions that the Duke makes, some, just some of the choices of the people in it are kind of toxic. So don't by no means <laughs> mold your relationship with friends or family or a significant other after the relationships in Bridgerton. Uh, but it is romantic and you're like, hee hee, look at this, so cute, they're falling in love. And you're either at, at a ball or in a garden and she gets in trouble, she's in the garden and she's causing a ruckus at the ball. It's a, It's high class, it's sophisticated, watch Bridgerton, do it. It's only eight episodes, I watched it in a day.
1: Wow! What a pitch! What a what a pitch from Dagny coming in, telling her to watch this show that she watched. I mean, why not? What have you got to do? Go outside, Billy. You
0: you would like uh, Jonathan Bailey, who was in um, Doctor Who. You can look him up later, but he's one of the he's the main brother.
1: Who was he in Doctor Who?
0: He was in an episode in Jodie's season. Anyway, well, okay. we'll talk about it after.
1: No, that's um, all you got to do. Give me, come on, give me like two more details and I'll immediately like, know who I is. think
0: he's in a Dalek episode. He's younger, very attractive, dark hair. Um, he has like stuff on his face in it. Uh, I'll, you can look it up. I'll after. probably
1: figure it out. You right. will know exactly well, who he is. You are. know what? That's, I mean, <laughs> fair enough. I, my obsession with Doctor Who knows no bounds. It's just, it just keeps, the older I get, the more I'm like, it's just staying around forever, isn't it? It's going to be, I'm obsessed. It's a problem. Uh, I love it. But you know what? We're not here to talk about Doctor Who. We're We're here to talk about something that our guest wants to talk about. Dagny, you want to talk about our guest?
0: I do, because I love her so much. Uh, So our guest today is one of my very, very best friends. She's hilarious. She's gorgeous. She can sing like an angel. Her makeup is pristine (laughs) every time I see her. And there's so many other great things I could say about her, because I love her. But this is Brianna
2: Boland! Oh my gosh, hello. Hello Bronba. How are you? I am so good. Thank you for that amazing introduction. Yeah, I can't speak I fairly enough of you. I to record that so I can listen to it every day.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll get it played on repeat. I'm so glad we got 5 seconds without calling you Bronba, too. Like that didn't last at all.
2: <sighs> oh, that no. name will go down in infamy.
1: You want to let's do you want to start really quickly and talk about <laughs> Bronba because for me personally, it's it's such a weird story and I can't believe it's stuck for so long
2: yeah well, it all started well it was in college. I would go to the the little the only cafe we had and mm-hmm. to get food and they would take your your student i d and type in your name, but for some reason, the same lady every single time i would go would type in b r u a n b a and then this guy the guy the big the big guy that made the sandwiches yeah He'd call out my name and be like, Bronba. <laughs> and I'm like, Is that for me? And it happened multiple, multiple times.
1: And it's, I, Bronba. Yeah. I it's really I name. mean, honestly, it's it's at the point too where it just slips out. Like I'll say like the boyfriend was like, Oh, who's your guest for the episode? And I said, Oh, it's gonna be Bronba. Like it's just
0: It's easy to say it's fun this to say who I am now. <laughs> Yeah, your nickname what? is longer than your name, uh, yeah. which I love yeah. that. Instead of Bree, right. well, we it's Bronba. It's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Bree, we asked you to bring in some some hot, steaming pop culture for us.
2: You did, you did. And uh, uh,
1: what we have no idea. What are we talking about today?
2: Well, okay. It took me a long time to come up with something that I love that's like controversial or that other people don't like. I was like. Mm-hmm. I like everything other people like. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And then Dagny gave me a hint. She's like, it's one of three DVDs you had in LA. And I was like, (gasps) well. Oh,
1: so Dagny Dagny has an inkling about what this might be.
2: Yeah, no, let her keep going, though. (laughs) Okay, but all three of those DVDs are amazing. I don't know what you could possibly think I could talk about. And then the more I got to thinking, I was like, hmm maybe i'll pick this one but i don't think it's the one you thought i was gonna pick
0: oh really but it is a movie the all of the ones that you had they're all good choices <laughs> so you only
1: owned three dvds
0: oh uh, yeah pretty much i know of two i'm wondering if it's one of the two that i'm thinking but <laughs> go ahead tell,
2: tell the world i bring to you the sweetest thing
0: Oh, that's not the one I thought you yeah, were going to talk about.
1: sweetest
0: thing. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm I down. bet you
2: thought I was either bringing The Room or <laughs> Just Friends. Those are the two that I knew. I didn't know you had First Sweetest all, Thing, but I do like that. Everybody loves Just Friends, so there's no way I can talk about that. That's true. <laughs> just Friends is a but great film. The Sweetest Thing was also directed by the same director as Just Friends.
0: Roger Cumble.
2: Which I just makes to a look lot of right sense. Now. I didn't know that until today. <laughs> you wanna um, tell us room. about
0: um give us just a, a general oh it has a nice twenty six percent on rotten tomatoes. Oh yes so I was gonna I'm glad get you chose this. okay. Go ahead. I, I want you to tell yeah, yeah. us. So uh, I, I, I honestly
1: know. the only thing familiar to me about this movie is the like the poster is like the cover of the DVD yeah. with Cameron Diaz and that she's like covering herself with the sign <laughs> yep. that says the sweetest thing. That's the extent of what I know about this.
2: I mean, okay. Here's the thing, I just thought the room was too widely known and like (laughs) it's been kind of beaten to death with the disaster artist movie. And people do love that movie as they love it because it's bad. Mm -hmm. I love
1: it. I love. Yeah, I love it, and
2: I love it too. But this one is a little bit more hot and cold with the reviews. If you know, Mm. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) mixed, mixed. Mm -hmm. What am I trying to say? Mixed reception.
2: Yeah, and I didn't think either of you had seen it, even though I did play it for Dagny. <laughs> did you? When? I think it was like my twenty-third birthday. I'm a bad friend. And we were Oh in your I do remember this. We were, like, we were doing something else. We were like not really watching it. Yes. And your mom was there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she was there. But she was, and it was like on in the background, and I remember being like, maybe we should turn this off, because there are some <laughs> steamy scenes. No,
0: I do remember this happening now. I do have a, a memory of it. Because <laughs> we were um, like,
2: this is what you wanted to put in?
0: <laughs> this was your choice with my mother present? <laughs> um, great. Okay, well, for any listeners okay. and Billy who have not seen this, um, tell us what the movie's about.
2: Okay, well, it's almost 20 years old. So it's basically Mm -hmm. a period piece at this point, (laughs) but (laughs) I mean, I love this movie. It's a romantic comedy Mm -hmm. starring Cameron Diaz, Christina Applegate, and Selma Blair. And Jason Bateman is also in it, as well as Thomas Jane. Mm -hmm. Thomas
1: Jane! Mm -hmm. Hey, callback, mate. Uh-huh. Thomas Jane is in the expanse.
2: Okay, okay,
0: we we'll talk about the expanse later. I'll get to it.
1: This is about Bree.
2: Let's refinish. I'm trying to think of a quick synopsis. Basically, um, Christina Applegate, and Christina Applegate, and Cameron Diaz love to kind of play the field. They're 28. They love to just play games with men and not get settled down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it starts out with the three friends. Selma Blair just got dumped. And they're like, we're going to take you out to a club. So they take her out to a club. And she tries to set her up with this random guy. And he just kind of, like, blows him off. And then she gets, Cameron Diaz talks to him. And basically, she kind of starts to have a thing for him. Ooh. And his brother comes up, Jason Bateman. And he's like, you should come to our our big party tonight before the wedding tomorrow. And she just assumes it's Jason Bateman's wedding. Mm. um, Mm -mm. Then they basically go on this crazy road trip to the wedding that they think, so she can like run into him there. Oh, a stranger. And it ends up being Thomas Jane's wedding. And so she's all embarrassed. And so then they leave and then they talk about being tired of like playing games and they want to like settle down and a bunch of just crazy stuff. Happens in between then, and then basically like, spoiler alert, it's a 20-year-old movie, but they, <laughs> he... That's
1: what this show's about. Spoiler yeah, away. He
2: finds her address, comes to find her, and they end up together, basically.
1: Oh proper rom-com ending. So
2: it's like, it's a basic romantic comedy plot, but what makes it amazing is just the crazy, hilarious scenes throughout it. <laughs>
1: All well, right, we'll break some down. Let me know, what, like, like, like uh, what's the first one you remember when you were like, oh, this is wacky <laughs> and I'm going to stick with this movie.
2: Okay, well, first off, I saw this movie the, for the first time when I was probably like 12 or 13, which is probably <laughs> like way too young.
0: Yes. And I
2: asked for it on DVD and my mom got it for me and we watched it together and it was the unrated version and she was like horrified at what she had let me see. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kids have
1: to do that.
2: Honestly, I, this movie like awakened my sexuality. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it though what makes it kind of special though is that it it was like one of the first movies that had like female leads, like women talking about sex and women being kind of gross and women like
1: mm-hmm. doing
2: that kind of stuff that you would normally see in like a male gross out comedy. Yeah. Nice. So, Sweet. so I mean, do you have
0: um like a? are there any specific lines that you remember from specifically when you watched it that your it mom down. was like
2: oh, i know oh i rewatched it last night actually I was at, <laughs> yes i was like i have been quoting this movie for years <laughs> like there are so many lines i've been quoting um but I mean, the reason I picked this one over the others is just because of the hot and cold reviews. Like, I literally mm-hmm. never read reviews because I've always loved it, but I read some reviews on IMDb and it literally is like, love this movie, great romantic comedy, hilarious, you know, love to see women talking about sex and stuff. And then it's like, I hate it. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. I never <laughs> want to see another female lead, burn it. Yeah. <laughs> There's like no in between. And I really, <laughs> I think it's because people don't like to see women like talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. they're like "Super Bad" is the best movie, and then you mm-hmm. compare it to this kind of movie with women, and they're like, "ew." Hot take.
0: Super Hot take between my boyfriend and I and his roommate. I watched "Super a few months ago for the first time, and I saw "Booksmart" before that, and I prefer book smart i thought it was better anyway sorry i just you brought up super bad and i wanted to well and this movie was
2: written by a woman too so was book Mm -hmm. smart nice so and it's like actually how women talk to each other it's Uh not like through the eyes of a man so that's another reason i love it but i mean okay this movie taught me what a glory hole was (laughs) (laughs) never knew cameron diaz gets poked in the eye with a dick
1: Okay, already. That's all you, you That's should have said that fifteen me. minutes ago. No, I know. I'm I so should've. on board. I
2: really should have started out with that. But <laughs> <laughs> she gets poked in the eye with a dick. Um, Christina Applegate tries to pee in the urinal, and the urinal like explodes all over her. Selma Blair gets a penis stuck in her throat. Oh my
0: god! What?
2: One of the best scenes. Cameron Diaz and Christina Applegate They're coming back to their apartment from the road trip And they come up and there's like Cop cars and EMTs everywhere And they go up there and The cop's like 20 years on the force And never seen anything like it And they're like oh my god what happened He's like "Happened three poor girl never saw it coming And they're like oh my god that's my apartment Jane and they run up there And the whole town is in the apartment like the entire town And she's just Stuck like on him. That's incredible. <laughs> I do think I, they're like, I don't get it. How are you stuck? And he's like, I have a piercing.
0: Yes, I do. Uh, okay. I was like, I remember this scene happening because yes. I think we took a pause from what we whatever we were I doing. You were like,
2: this scene. this scene's amazing. I mean she literally has lines with a dick in her mouth.
1: That's incredible. <laughs> that's high art. Oh my god. Oh, and then they,
2: they sing to relax her throat and they sing um <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing And then the and whole I don't town-
1: miss I have seen this scene. That's all sudden memory. Pretty- and I don't want to miss a thing. The whole town
2: singing and it's just it's campy that's and hilarious. Improbable. and I think that's also why I like it, is because this movie's pretty campy. Oh yeah. yeah. there's also a scene called "The Penis Song," where they sing a song about <laughs> penis sizes. I think you
0: sang this. I think you use lines from this in My real life. My body
2: is a movie, and your mm-hmm. penis is the star. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? I, read it. I, I ah, I, I I have so many thoughts. Um, I, well, first of all, like like this just seems so kind of predictable. Like there's all of these movies from this time period that, in retrospect, are like campy, fun, comedic romps that at the time were dismissed as like shitty chick flicks. And it's, it's, honestly, it keeps happening more and more where these movies keep getting reevaluated. Yeah. Um, that's a, a, a so we had, uh, I think Carlin mentioned, um, But I'm a Cheerleader.
2: Oh yeah, I love and, uh, that one.
1: It's free on YouTube, everyone. It's free on YouTube. So I watched it because I'd only ever seen clips and then Carlin had brought it up. And it's just, that movie was trashed The MPAA turned it into a, uh, uh, like, an NC-17 film, Um, and then, you know, it wasn't reviewed very well, and watching now, in hindsight, it's such a smart, intelligent satire, and just the scenes you're describing in this movie, it's like... Yeah, that's hilarious. And no one had really had had bad term, but had the balls to like do that in a women's comedy before. It's hilarious.
2: That's so true. And I watched um some commentary on it with the actors and the director and the writer and they said the same thing. They're like, Nobody had done this yet with women being the leads and yeah.
1: I mean, even earlier I wasn't expecting when you were like, Yeah, and it's pretty like pretty like crass or whatever. And I was like, okay, like how, how crass are we talking? That is hysterical.
2: Pretty crass. I mean, and then there's also a scene where um, she borrows her friend's dress and she's like, I just got to run to the dry cleaner real quick. She's like, why is that, is that my dress? She's like, no. And they pull it out and they're like, oh my God. And there's just like a big cum stain all over it. Oh my God. And she takes it to the dry cleaner and she tries to drop it off and leave. And he sees her and he's, he knows her and he's like, how's your mother? How's your grandmother? And she's like, it's Selma Blair. And she's like, it's fine. Everything's fine. And then a field trip comes to the dry cleaner and there's a bunch of little kids and her teacher's like, Jane, I remember you. And then the (laughs) the priest comes in and he's like, is that Jane? And meanwhile, the dry cleaner guy's trying to figure out what's on this dress. I'm remembering that's, more of this movie than I,
0: uh, than I realized because I do remember yeah. that scene as well. Also, you know, like a classic field trip to the laundry <laughs> That's the where that's where uh, I assume everybody went for
2: exactly, for field and that's why this movie is just so like campy. I love it. And then they do like Cameron Diaz at one point's like, "Do we have time for a movie montage?" And then they do a movie montage, <laughs> dressing, <laughs> dressing up as like famous characters like pretty woman and stuff and they're dressing up Mm -hmm. while doing a movie actual movie montage
1: that's i mean self-aware self-aware female-driven sex comedy Mm -hmm. basically
2: yes Uh that's
1: incredible yes and i I think it was
2: kind of before its time like not gonna lie but i mean what
1: year when did it come out
2: 2002
1: oh yeah early Uh 2000s just when we're starting to do starting to do that
2: (laughs) yeah but it i mean It's amazing, and the cast is amazing. They're all such good comedic actors. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I just would highly recommend you have to watch it, but you have to watch the unrated version of it.
1: Watch it? Okay. Honestly, too, yeah, knowing what I know about the MPAA and how they deal with with sex and women, they probably had to cut a bunch from the theatrical release.
2: yeah. And... I mean, I read a review of this girl who like dedicated a whole like web page to her review, and she said it was the worst movie she's ever seen. <laughs> like, girl, this is like I don't even know how this could be the worst movie you've ever seen. There's so many worst movies out there. It's yep. put in yeah. she
0: put in a lot of work to complain about uh a movie she didn't like. Like that that's what b- exactly. baffles me about some people. And because like obviously this is Poptimist. We're taking optimistic spin on it and we spend a lot of time talking about why we love things and then people mm-hmm. they take so much time to talk about why they hate something and like yes. energy you can put somewhere else in something it's you love
1: baffling to uh, me
0: and yeah i mean thing, i did
1: too. i did a, i did a lot of that in high school i did a lot of that let's talk about how shitty this thing you like is and i think <laughs> you just gotta it's way more fun to focus on why you like something
0: yeah and like making an entire website about how bad the sweetest thing is that's not sweet at all that's just cool <laughs> I, to do that.
2: insane. I was like this is so crazy like how do you write this much about like something you just didn't like to watch
0: also to do the research to make a like a full website about it she had to watch that movie more than once yeah, I think oh, yeah. She, said, she
2: said twice
0: okay I was like, oh. Still,
1: and then I can't imagine doing that too, being like, I didn't like that movie. Let's watch it a second time time (laughs) so I can make notes. (laughs)
2: Exactly. (laughs) Like, oh, I think it's so funny. I was watching it last night, just like laughing. I've shown this movie to so many people, which maybe they hated it. I don't know. I mean.
1: (laughs) It's your duty. You got to spread the good word.
2: At one point, Selma Blair's. I know. One point, Selma Blair has a line that's like, Jesus Christ! I'm fucking a purple elephant. I mean, <laughs> because Imagine she is. What,
1: what, what is Selma Blair up to? I uh, I haven't seen her since she came into where I used to work. Ooh. What? This is a, just a dumb Selma Blair story. Wasn't
2: she in um, the People versus OJ? Was she? Was she? Yeah, she plays Chris Jenner.
1: Pretty sure. Oh, I love that! I love that casting immediately. So that was if a that's couple true. years ago. Yeah, but still, as long as she's doing stuff, she's great. Yeah. No, but she came in and where I worked, everyone had an account and you had to like put their information in to pull up their account. And she walked up and I said, hi, welcome. And I said, last name. And the second she said Blair, I knew who she was. And then trying to play it so cool, I was like, first name? Oh no, I asked her how to spell Blair. I asked her how to spell Blair. And then I typed in Selma and I was like, all right, Selma Blair. There's your account, like a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> that's that's it. That's the end of the story. She was fine. She was totally nice. <laughs> Aww,
0: I'm glad she was sweet. Uh, yeah, but it's a uh, character uh, in Legally Blonde. Except for yep. Vivian, ends up being great in the end. But... Vivian's
1: pr- one of my favorite characters in Legally Blonde.
0: Mm-hmm. She's a great character.
1: Um, she and she's also. Uh, uh, I would love a Hellboy three. I know we're never gonna get it, but <laughs> she was she's great in the two Hellboy movies. I like Selma Blair. Ugh.
0: Yeah, she's pretty great. Yeah. Well, Bree, can you? Uh,
2: do you have any other last thoughts yeah. about fun facts? Any
1: trivia? Any or yeah. or yeah? Any more weird reviews or thing?
2: I mean, I know you guys haven't seen it. I just like had to talk about it because I love it.
1: No, talk. Give us all the detail. That's kind of the that's kind of the point. Is like maybe I'll never watch it, but I'll feel like I have. I no, I probably be. honestly at this point I mean, I'm slowly watching everything people come on the show and talk about.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just watched Drop Dead Gorgeous because it was on your show. Uh-huh.
1: i mean i'm My so internet. i am so obsessed with drop dead gorgeous 20 years too late mm-hmm. there is a there is like a 50 year old man on tiktok who does full drag and is doing the entirety of drop dead gorgeous one minute at a time just lip syncing <laughs> to the dialogue in different costumes on tiktok it's amazing
0: oh i didn't know that that's fun oh next
1: time he pops up i'll send it to you it cra he's it's so funny
0: that's incredible Ugh. Um, tiktok So fun. I love TikTok.
2: I love it. I got
1: a TikTok because of this show. I'm on TikTok because of Dewey. Oh my gosh. What a mess. It's dictating my life.
2: Some trivia for Uh you. The three actresses wrote the penis song together. (laughs) fun. It's amazing. Cast bonding. I know all the words to it.
1: Do you want to perform it?
2: Um you're too big to fit in here too big to fit in here <laughs> that's how it starts in <laughs> some of the lines it's like um your penis <laughs> your penis packs a wallop your penis brings a load and when it makes deliveries it needs its own zip code <laughs> nine double zero Penis, <laughs> and they're, they're in a Chinese restaurant, and the whole restaurant starts singing. I mean, this sounds like
0: high quality cinema. I and I do. I I'm mad at myself now that I didn't pay closer attention to it when we were watching it.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't remember what we were doing, but I mean, I like either. it's really one of my favorite movies. But you have to be ready for how like crass it is. But it is. It has a sweet ending and I just love it there's so many funny parts to it and I think it aged pretty well I mean there's some really outdated um like lingo like Mm -hmm. in the very beginning they are like interviewing men on uh Cameron Diaz's character and they're like yeah um she said she was gonna call me back but she never called me back and then this one guy's like I know how this game works. She gave me her number. I I waited three days. He calls and it's like, hello, and welcome to AOL movie phone. I mean, like, (laughs) so long ago, but.
1: A period in time. Yeah.
2: How the times have changed where we have Zoom. Um, (laughs) Yeah, the movie didn't, like, make that much in the box office. They made a little bit, but not a lot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> they, should do, they should do a re-release and maybe make oh up some God, of that money. They should. You know, Cameron Diaz obviously needs more money. Well, yeah, she's Apple really she... no, they're No, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Bateman, they're fine.
2: Well, a third of the film's budget went to her salary, in particular. Cameron <laughs> oh, Diaz.
1: My God. I mean, two thousand two. Pete Cameron Diaz. I what's she doing? That. She's got, she's got gangs in New York. She's got fucking Shrek. She's just rolling in it. I
2: mean, yeah. Um, i
1: hope i hope i actually cameron if you're listening i hope you're doing great i hope you're having a great day
2: but nancy um pimental or however you say her last name she wrote the movie and it was uh pretty much based on her relationship with kate walsh from Grey's anatomy oh (laughs) they're best best friends in real life
1: that's so that's fun yeah i like that a lot
0: so sweet it's, and now we know well, how they talk to each other in real life if they are actually- Yeah,
1: that's uh, fun. Yeah,
2: we sure do now. <laughs> <laughs> <That's not bad.
1: laughs> oh, yeah, a 32 meta score, which honestly, I really like finding, I mean, and this one isn't like huge, but I like finding finding movies that are like cult hits now, or they're like popular now and seeing all of the bad reviews. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, well, you know what? This doesn't really matter at all, does it? Because people liked it regardless, and it stuck around.
2: I mean, yeah. It has a higher audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Always. That's,
1: I mean, typical. I mean,
2: yeah, critics hate it. But...
1: Good. But then
2: like, random people's reviews. It's just like love it love it hate it love it hate it <laughs> it's so funny like i just don't get why you hate it why you hate it i don't get it
1: <laughs> it's i mean people like to hate things unfortunately it's but true. that's why we're here it's doing true. god's work me and Dagny, one <laughs> one misjudged piece of art at a time
2: yeah it was misjudged there's some
0: yeah. time to talk about optimism yeah that's what we're doing here it's true it's
1: Well, thanks for, I mean, thanks for bringing it up because I I honestly literally only knew the poster about this movie and I'm so glad we're talking about it.
0: Billy, I think you should watch it because it's more and more of it is coming back to me while Bree has been singing, you know, the penis song and all the different i i do remember the like laundromat and the the eye poking and you know uh i think you should watch it really it's uh from what i remember it was a really good time and i think you you and the boyfriend would have fun watching it he probably well has i'm also it, actually
1: yes that's why i'm i'm actually a little bit upset that when we finish recording i'm gonna go over to the boyfriend and say oh yeah we talked about the sweetest thing and he goes you haven't seen it have you that is exactly <laughs> how the conversation is gonna go he's gonna know everything about this movie he's gonna judge me for having not seen it it's literally everything that's come up that i haven't seen he's seen it's so weird
0: (laughs) i'm sure he's seen this uh i'd be surprised if he hasn't and you guys should watch it though um i'm probably gonna re-watch it well he was he
1: was so upset that we hadn't seen that i hadn't seen drop dead gorgeous and that it's also not streaming anywhere that he got on amazon that night and ordered the dvd and got it sent (laughs) to the apartment
2: that's amazing i was able to watch it through my parents like xfinity.com but i had to rent it and they don't know but they oh will they someday. good, good for <laughs> you. yeah yeah i it's I like
1: mean, hey it's i awesome. said it i said it once before and they haven't confronted me about it but when i paid full price for cats i i oh. did not log out of my parents amazon yeah. so they paid for cat oops
2: and the sweetest thing isn't streaming anywhere either but you can rent it on amazon or uh, somewhere else but we would we went and bought another copy of it because my copy got eaten by my dvd player
1: <laughs> so that's extra so funny we i thought like, you were yeah. gonna say by
2: your cat, cat i was like yeah. meatball no. stuck my dvd player never came back out and so yeah. we went to like a used store that has a bunch of books and stuff and we found it for four nice like, did that get did that happen in la did it get stuck when it was here no it was here okay like a, a year ago Okay. Did it have? It just, wait, did it one have of your its own three own DVDs.
1: Case? Your DVD player was like, "I'm done." Yeah.
2: Maybe that's why I
0: forgot about it. It had its own case. Uh, yeah. Just Friends was shared with the room. They shared a case together. Did they? I thought they had their own. I remember there was one time where you gave me when I, when I watched the room the first time. You gave it to me in the Just Friends oh. box. class. <laughs> um,
1: oh, and watching the room for the first time is an experience. I hope you watched it with friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope, I hope you just were baffled <laughs> every single second. Ha ha ha. Good story, Mark. Um, <laughs>
2: I did not get her. I did not. It's, I did not.
1: It's, it is, uh, <laughs> I actually have somewhere, and this is terrible because I know it's here, but I cannot find it. I have an autographed football from Tommy Wiseau. Oh my God. Because a friend of mine who's a big cosplayer, this shout out to Caitlin, she's on TikTok and she's great. Um, she, uh, uh, was at a comic con and I had just seen the room for the first time. And she got up to Tommy Wiseau's booth and was talking to him about me. I'm not even there. (laughs) And he, he, she was like, what do you, she's like, can I get something? Can I get an autograph? He's like, oh, I don't do autographs for free, but I'm about to do a raffle. Put your name in. I have a good feeling. And I don't know if he rigged it or what, but Caitlin won this <laughs> raffle and then brought me back an autographed Tommy Wiseau brand football.
2: What is this <laughs> nowadays?
1: He's on Instagram. You can follow him. He still sells Tommy Wiseau brand underwear. He's got a couple pilots. Did you see that, that, he that still YouTube
2: tra- video he made with um, the guy who plays Mark, whatever his name is? Oh. I know he,
1: that I know the two of them made a movie yeah. called Best Friends yeah. that I was interested in watching because it seems a little bit more self-aware. Yeah. But the reason the room works is because it's not self-aware at all. No. It's his masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It's It is a masterpiece.
2: Mean, it really is though.
1: I could I just it's it's I love it. I love every second of it and I've described mm-hmm. it to people. It's like it's like, yes, it's a bad movie, but it's one of those rare bad movies where you are engaged for every second. That's every amazing. choice is baffling, and you want to see what the next choice is.
2: Like recasting an actor halfway through the movie. That's <laughs> yeah, I forget
1: choice. about that. I forget about that. it well, actually They introduce him as a new character, but they give him the, the same, same lines line. the other character was going to they have. They don't really so...
2: introduce him, though.
1: Right, but I think he has a different name. I think he had like, they, they call him by a different name, and then his dialogue is that other guy's dialogue for the remember. rest of the film. It's, it's amazing. Like, the
2: Room is one of those movies that's just, like, so bad that it's good. Yes. Mm-hmm. And,
1: it's a, huh.
2: yeah, I think, like, also, like, with The Sweetest Thing, some people, if you see, like, sometimes you see a movie at the right point in your life where it just, like, speaks to you. hmm <laughs> And you could see it on, like, a bad day and be like, that was horrible. I hated it. Gross. But I don't know. For me, it just became one of my favorite movies ever.
1: I'm so, movie. I mean, that's what you got to do, and I'm really glad you saw it far too young.
2: Oh, uh-huh. far too young. I can yeah. imagine I mean, like, I, Karen
0: Boland sitting next to you on the couch being mortified she was, that she yeah. showed her daughter this movie. Well, I 20. saw.
1: So I saw <laughs> Love Actually a little bit too young, um, and that I well, saw my it favorite thing.
0: And I was well, so younger. here's
1: here's what happened is is a little bit after Love actually was out of theaters, it got it was being on regular TV, but they would edit out all of the porn scenes with um, uh, Bilbo Baggins. My brain just Martin stopped. Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. So they would like cut those to nothing, and so when it was on TV, because our mom liked it, she would put it on. And my mom also did this thing where if she was doing anything around the house, she would put it on every TV in the house so she could walk between room to room and bump into it. And I swear the movie must have been on like Stars or Showtime or something mm-hmm. because I'm standing in the bedroom, in my parents' bedroom, just like talking to her and it's playing in the background. And I'm maybe 13 or 14 and I look over and it's just like the woman's completely naked, Martin Freeman's railing her from behind. <laughs> Uh, completely uncensored, and my mom goes, your sister! And then just starts running down the hallways towards the kitchen because there's basically pornography on, like, four different televisions at this point, or three, I don't know. But it was just, I remember that so much of my mom just, like, freaking the fuck out because my 10-year-old sister is somewhere in the house, and she might have to see Arthur from uh, uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, plowing this poor woman Oh, I mean, not. I mean, they were getting paid. Yeah. What am I even saying? Fun
2: fact about Love Actually. I put it on for the residents at the at the retirement home the other night. Like um, <laughs> where you work. I'm not in charge of picking the movies either. That's entertainment's job. But you know, the last couple had been like not so great, and they were like, "Are we gonna like this one?" It's like three sweet old ladies that are down there to watch a movie. Oh. And I was like, "I love this movie. I think you'll love it." I put it in. Like ten minutes later, they come out and they're like. We're going upstairs. And they seemed like upset. And I was like, because I hadn't seen it in a while. So I go and I rewind it. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <Because> it <laughs> opens with, uh, I don't know his, his name in real life. But he's just like, fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck. Like in the recording oh, yes. studio.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 Bill the- Nighy.
2: Yes. And then it cuts to the porn scene. And I think it was just too much for them. So <laughs> Aww, I'm pretty-
1: proud of That's you. You heart. tried.
2: Yeah, I tried. I felt bad, though. Uh, I told him I loved it, and I was like,
1: oops. <laughs> oopsies.
2: <laughs> Take them so we well, um, they'll
1: be
0: fine.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Brie, before we go, yeah. my sister and I like to play a game, mm-hmm. a game that I'm currently calling Pitch Me This, but that's a name that I hate. Honestly, I've come to hate it, but I haven't invested in, in giving it a different name. So if you're out there listening and you have a better name for this game, email us at poptimistpod at gmail.com. That's right. Poptimistpod.com. <laughs> at gmail.com uh, and so what's going to happen is Bronba's going to give us a, an object like a, a, a book a movie a tv show a video game and a genre and Dagny and I will have 30 seconds to pitch her our pitch um I, I think it's your turn to go first we should probably start switching off your... every episode we should stay paying attention to that <clears throat>
0: I'll go first. Um,
1: but I'm going to take my headphones off and it'll be all you, Dagny. Uh, crush it, but not so hard that I don't defeat you in the end. I'm okay, so bad bye-bye. This.
0: okay, bye-bye.
2: Okay, <laughs> bye-bye. Um, okay, Dagny. Yes. I want to hear your pitch for... It's going to be like a, a Dumb and Dumber movie, but horror-themed.
0: Oh, man. I haven't seen Dumb and Dumber, so I'm just going to... Ever? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: so then I don't want to do that one. <laughs> okay, okay. Have um... you seen Spring Breakers?
0: I think so. Is this just like kind of like Step Brothers, like a stupid like no, comedy?
2: No, 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 Okay, no, no, no. Scratch that. Okay, okay. Give me, give me an actual sequel to Mean Girls plot, not the bad sequel, but an actual sequel okay. to Mean Girls. But one character has to be a Muppet.
0: Great. Okay.
2: But also uh, musical themed. No, but also horror themed.
0: But also horror themed. Okay, great. Okay, I can okay. do that. Yeah. All right. So. Um, the puppet or the the Muppet, sorry, is going to be Karen. Karen is the main character and we're following how she dealt with the problems or with what happened in the first film. Um, much more so she watched the car, the bus thing happen. And we're just going to see her mental spiral out of that um, to the point where it messes with her brain so much that she turns into uh, maybe she becomes a murderer she's also the muppet obviously but it just it messes with her brain so much that she just gets completely ruined and that was my uh time
2: so the horror movies
0: where karen as a muppet
2: horror um, mean girl sequel but with a muppet i love
0: it yay okay Mm -hmm. billy come back i'm just gonna gesture come back come back
1: i'm back i'm back (laughs) thanks for waving. waving
0: We figured it out because I hadn't seen Dumb and Dumber, so she adjusted it to, uh, <laughs> accordingly. But go ahead, Brie, if you want to tell him. Okay. What? I had
2: like a couple ideas, so I went through like three because I didn't want it to be something she hadn't seen. So, okay, okay. my idea, I need you to pitch me a Mean girl sequel, but horror themed, but one character has to be a Muppet. Okay. <laughs> I'll time you.
1: And um, Go. Okay, so just off the top of my head, the villain of the movie is the blonde who went out with her tits that can read read the future. She's the serial killer. Also, she can't be a Muppet because I love that actress so much. Lindsay Lohan, maybe she's gone off the deep end, so Lindsay Lohan's going to be the Muppet. Okay? And we are desperately trying to solve... Basically, it's the 15-year anniversary. They had to go back to the school. Tina Fey is there. Oh, no. Tina Fey's been murdered. And they have to solve the murder. But slowly, they're picking the cast off one by one in the cafeteria. She doesn't even go here. Why is she in the movie again? Yeah, it's I great. Have... Shout out.
0: Billy. Billy, Billy. Both of us what? making Karen the focal point. Movie, <laughs> Karen... pitching, pitching almost the same movie. <laughs>
1: if, if, if it's a sequel, Karen has to be the focal point. I love I just...
0: it. Yeah. My- I
1: rewatched that. I literally just rewatched it like four days ago because it was on. Bef- it was on VH1 before the Drag Race premiere, uh, so I watched. I was watching Mean Girls.
0: Yes, Karen. Except Karen was the Muppet in mine. You'll hear it when you edit this episode.
1: Yeah, all the work um, goes to me. But most
0: importantly, Brie, you now get to pick a winner. Um, which movie would you rather see as a sequel to Mean
2: Girls? Hmm. You know, I think I'm going to have to go with Billy's. <gasps>
1: Victory! Oh, I High oh, five!
2: Yours fair sounded enough. a little sad, Dagny, but I, I liked it. It. <laughs> it.
0: it was about the like emotional turmoil that Karen is dealing with after watching Regina George being hit by a bus, it a and really that makes her spiral at, mentally. Off the top of your head. Oh. Yeah, that was good. Yeah.
1: I mean, that. I, I like the, the character growth.
0: Yes, yes, we're seeing her grow and also become a bad person. So, but yes, congratulations, <laughs> oh, Billy, and also thank you, Brianna Boland Bronba. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you taking your time and to, you to join us. Yes, you were such a lovely guest, and I'm so glad oh, you came. Thank you. Um, and Billy, uh, what? Because you always make me do an outro, and I'm so bad at it; it's embarrassing. You can do this one, but make sure you plug the email again. <laughs>
1: Oh, hey, it's me. I'm Dagny. Oh, you've been what have you been listening to? Oh, it's the Poptimist. Uh uh th- I mean, thanks for listening. This is really mean. You're not this you're not bad. You're not bad at it. I don't know why you think you're bad at it. They all sound great. Uh, okay. Uh, well, this has been the Poptimist Podcast, a production of Billy and Dagny LLC. Uh I have been your host. <laughs> <laughs> Billy McCartney. I have a co-host. It's my sister. What's her name?
0: Dagny McCartney.
1: Priyanka, I was making a uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Canada joke. Wow, the audience! Know, I know what the audience wants. Uh, um, tune in every Wednesday. We got new episodes, new content. Um, if you're listening, again, thank you so much for listening. This has been so cool to have people reach out and tell us that they like the show. Please keep listening, and more importantly, tell all your friends. Tell them to subscribe. I want more listeners. That's terrifying. Um, I know. Uh, 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 How do we exit stage left? What do we do?
0: Uh, We exit stage right instead and give them an unexpected performance. I'm kidding. So um, you didn't say the email, poptimistpod at gmail.com. Um, also email it if you want to tell us one of your hot takes uh, As an that is yes and we can, thank
1: you Dagne. we'll give you
0: credit and tell, the, tell it in an episode um, so uh, yeah. email and we'll say yeah. that this person has this any, any of
1: the place. previous episodes if you want to comment if you've got a concern email us at poptimistpod at gmail.com let's yes. make this way too long yes and that's p-o-p-t-i-m-i-s-t-p-o-d <laughs> at g-m-a-i-l dot c o m Oh my god. Okay,
0: Billy, I told you to do the outro, and it did, it went too long, so I'm gonna do it now. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is from the Poptimist. Everybody say bye bye. Bye
1: bye. Bye bye.